0: Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm a revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Jared Google. Hey, Jared, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I am ready to roll. Ready to roll. And the tires are properly inflated, which uh, you'll understand in just a moment. Jared Kugel is the CEO and co-founder of TireAgent.com. It's a new smart tire recommendation platform for consumers. Tire Agent takes their driving habits and the purpose of their vehicles into consideration to suggest the perfect tire at the best price. At 31 years of age, Jared boasts an impressive 11 years in the tire industry, working with the manufacturers, distributors, and retailers. Many of Jared's early years in the industry were spent working with his family business, where he initiated the company's first online ordering system, which now represents a significant portion of their sales. Tireagent.com provides their customers a foolproof way to make sure they make the best choice for their automotive tire needs. So, Jared, I told our listeners just a tiny bit about you. Would you take a brief moment to share a little bit more about your business and, of course, your obvious passion for automobiles?
1: Absolutely. So, like you said, I spent the past 11 years in the industry. One of my main specialties was actually product knowledge. One of the biggest misconceptions is that if somebody knows auto repair, they know tires. And I proved a lot of people wrong being in the industry. Uh, One of my biggest habits, and it's probably a little weird, is that whenever I'd be in a parking lot or at a car show, everybody looks at the cars, right? But I would be the one looking at the tires. (laughs) And uh, I couldn't help myself. And the wheels and the sizes, and I became like a human fitment guide, essentially. And one of the things I did in my earlier years was help help a lot of online companies actually start doing drop shipping and e-commerce with tires. Ah. I helped them kind of break into it um, on eBay originally in the early 2000s. So my passion, whereas a lot of people, they love cars and they love exotic cars, I actually love tires and high-performance tires. That was kind of like my specialty. And so that kind of helped me start really the love of what I'm doing now and transitioning from the wholesale side, working with retailers, manufacturers, and distributors. I kind of helped me spin off, start my own company called Tire Agent, like you said, and really trying to change the industry, which is, as you know, been very in old times and tradition and archaic. I'm trying to bring it to life now so that everybody can be a tire expert.
0: There you go. You know, this is really cool. And when you think about automobiles and those of us who are passionate about automobiles, one of the first things people do when they buy a car, especially if they're young, but even old guys too, is they swap out the wheels and tires. They put something on that makes the car look cooler, something yep. that identifies the car more with them. And I'll tell you, way, way back when I was dating my wife, and we've been married 33 years now, we had walked through parking lots and things, and I was always looking at the cars and always making comments about them, and mostly about the wheels and tires and my (laughs) wife started joking because she would try to beat me to the punch and say look at those rollers don't those look cool so yeah it's a big part of how a car looks it can make or break a car so many cars are beautiful and then people put the wrong size wheels and tires on oh my god i know i'm sure that drives you as crazy as it drives me so We're going to learn a lot more about you, about Tire Agent, and about how you've combined your passion into your career, which is very cool as we continue on your journey. But first, I always like to ask my guests for a success quarter, a mantra. It's a nice way to get those inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So, Jared, take the wheel.
1: Well, I could tell you uh, I come from a family of people in the – obviously the tire industry, but also other more blue collar type industries. So my father always used to tell me, quitters never win and winners never quit. I totally use that in my work ethic. So being one of the youngest people in the industry, it was very tough to get respect from people that were a lot older, that were mechanics or retail shops or CEOs of big tire chains. Mm. And what I did was I went out to kind of really prove myself so that I finally could be that person that was respected even at a young age. So I used to be called uh, the little genius when I was younger. And now I'm just old at 31. (laughs) So (laughs) it's a little weird. But what I've kind of taken from that is, you know, that's a great saying to have because as you start to evolve in your career, you start to really see, you know, different things come to form. So I made it my mission to be the best tire expert Possible. And so aside from like looking at parking lots and regular car shows and looking at the tires and seeing what goes on and becoming human fitment guide, I actually started to dive a lot deeper. And by that, what ended up happening was people ended up seeing me as an expert because I knew so much. So that saying actually lived with me for the past 11 years.
0: Well, your dad was a smart man. And I'll tell you out of 800 and now 26 people I've interviewed in the last three years here on cars. Yeah. The most. Common comment I hear over and over is never, ever give up. So don't be a quitter. Just keep, keep, keep focusing, stay on track, and eventually you'll get to where you want to be. It's, it's a pretty common thing, and uh I just had last week uh one of the new hosts of the new BBC Top Gear America show on, and we talked about that. It's kind of like the quote from Wayne Gretzky you'll miss every shot you don't take. So take every shot, (laughs) right? Very true. Yeah, very true. Well, let's go back in time. Now, you you say you're an old guy at 31. I'll tell you right now, (laughs) young man, you're not an old guy. (laughs) I'm an old guy. You're looking pretty young to me. But you've lived a lot. You've worked really hard. And you're getting places. And I'm so proud of where you're at with launching this new business. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I want to go back in time and talk about a story that instigated your passion for cars. Think back when you were really young, when you were young, maybe a little boy. In that pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were indeed a car guy.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So it's it's kind of a funny story. So as I told you, I got into the industry when I was nineteen and I kind of didn't know what I wanted to do. So and my dad says, I don't want you in the tire industry. He goes, I want you to be an investment banker or a stockbroker. So I was like, Oh, okay, okay. So I started reading up on it, started trading stocks and, and really loved it. And then all of a sudden, I was just walking around looking at, I thought I was looking at cars. That's what I thought I was looking at. But it turned out every time I looked at a car, my eyes kept gravitating to what was underneath the car, the tires and the wheels. What happened was I went in to my dad's company one day and I started hearing the thrill of making deals and sales. And all of a sudden I started to realize, okay, this is interesting. And then one day I met a guy on eBay And he started telling me how he himself was selling tires. And I was like, that's really a thing? Like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, who sells tires online? I I didn't even know that was even possible. And then next thing you knew that for whatever reason, when it came to memorizing stuff, I was just never good. But when it came to memorizing tire fitments, I was amazing. And that's when I thought to myself, you know what? Maybe this is my calling. And I started calling people and talking to people and within my first week working in the industry, I remember I sold a thousand tires to one guy.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah.
1: And my dad's like, you know what? Maybe you should be working here. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, <laughs> so. maybe I do want to hire you. <laughs> yeah. And then I started going to car shows and started becoming friends with people in the industry. And uh, I never really thought of myself as a car guy because my, you know, I just never really thought of myself that way. I would always thought of myself as more of like a brainiac, a nerd. And then it just turned out I ended up being a nerd for tires.
0: <laughs> a nerd for tires. I like that.
1: And then I ended up meeting this girl and we were walking. And this is kind of like what solidified it. We were walking into a restaurant and she saw me keep stopping like on the way in. She's like, what are you looking at? I was like, that is a beautiful tire. And she goes, <laughs> what do you mean a beautiful tire? I'm like, I could just see it. It's just, it has every feature I would want. And I guess at that moment, like everything clicked. Yeah. And then that's when I stayed in the industry. And uh, <laughs> it was, it's been great ever since to me.
0: It sounds like that story when I was walking with my wife Jill and looking at wheels and tires, and she's like, "What do you look? Why do you keep looking down all the time? What's going on there?" So, uh, yeah, I think we're both in the same boat there, Jared, when it comes to wheels, <laughs> tires, cars, and in our passion for those things. Well, what I Absolutely. want to do now is take a look at some of the many roads you've driven down, and crawl under the hood, maybe lift the tire up, pull the wheels and tires off this car, and take a look at some of the the challenges and failures you face. Now, you are a young guy, so you've got a lot of life ahead of you. But no doubt you've faced some challenges with what you're creating here with Tire Agent. So take us to a point in time that was kind of painful, walk us through that, but tell us how that experience helped you gain even more momentum and to help you move forward in your business.
1: Sure. So I'll actually tell you the most recent story. Perfect. So being in the industry and growing up in it, obviously, you know, you start to get to know everybody and you start to really understand what you're doing. And then recently, because a Tire Agent we got into a fantastic tech accelerator called ERA, and they specialize in grooming young startups to be successful. Mm. So I walked in with, like, you know, a big chest, and uh, all of a sudden, you start to realize when you start seeing the other companies here how humble you need to be. <laughs> yes. And. You know, I, you know, I'm walking and I'm working and I'm walking around and I'm seeing tremendous companies working here and they are just incredibly innovative, everything from fashion to medical to hardware. And I thought to myself, okay, well, you know, I'm this big, you know, guy coming from the tire industry. And then you come here and you just say to yourself, wow, these people are absolutely amazing what they're doing. And what they do is they cram here about a year and a half worth of business in four months. Mm, wow. And they try to get you off the ground. And in the beginning, you know, it's overwhelming because you're used to going at your pace, right. you know, when you're in your own business. And then when you're in a tech accelerator, you got to kind of take a step, you know, back, take a breath, create a workflow and schedule everything and prioritize. And then you say to yourself, I got this. So the first, I would say, couple weeks were like, and I, and I got a head start too. So I came in like a week earlier, just tried to like get my footing. And because it's so different at first, it was just like a shell shock. And then you start to realize, you know what, if you really want to do something, you can do it. Mm -hmm. And after, you know, talking to my co-founder and we organized everything, we got totally everything under control. Everything was prioritized and and organized. And that is kind of like how we came to be. Yeah, in terms of overcoming the challenge, uh, that was the most recent one, and it has been an amazing experience for sure. And it teaches you a lot about life and a lot about business. The earliest one I had, which is a really quick story, I would say I had a meeting. I was about twenty-four years old, and it was with a chain, uh, a tire chain, a small one. Mm-hmm. And I'm on in front of everybody, kind of like on like a mini stage platform, and I'm talking to people about tires. And I could tell these people are thinking to themselves. I'm 40 something years old. What do I need to listen to this 20 something year old for? (laughs) Yeah. And I pretty much just said to myself in my head, I know more about tires than everybody in this room. So I have nothing to back down from. So the first like five minutes were like a true challenge because it was trying to break through, you know, their old mindset. And then once I hit that one trigger point that showed them I knew what I was talking about, everything from there was just so much easier. And that was probably the two biggest ones for sure.
0: Yeah, well, this startup group you're involved in, uh, it's like drinking from a proverbial fire hose, if you will. (laughs) Uh, I've had several other guests on the show here who've been involved in that organization. It's a wonderful way to get people up and going faster, uh, a lot of help. But, yeah, sometimes when you walk in these situations, you think, I've figured it all out, and you see – who's around you and what people are doing, it can humble you very quickly. Oh, tremendously. Which is a good thing, I think, in many cases. And they totally you can feed off of these other organizations and their challenges as well so that everybody can end up being successful. Congratulations for being a part of that. Fantastic.
1: Thank you. And I will tell you, when you are working in this environment, not only are the businesses you're working with amazing, the mentors that you that you learn from and you talk to, they just teach you so much. It's honestly been one of the greatest experiences of my life.
0: Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Well, let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to sure. share what I call a career aha moment. So take us to that point in time where you were rather enlightened and went, ah, this is the direction I have to go down.
1: Okay, so I was working, obviously, in my family's business for the past 11 years. And then about a year ago, well, I've always wanted to shift gears, um, but I didn't really know how to do it. And then about a year ago, I met my co-founder and we were sitting at like a, in a lounge just talking and I was talking to him about my idea and I explained to him what I'm trying to do with my vision. And at that time, it was like a casual conversation. Like I didn't really know I was going to shift gears. And then I saw his eyes light up and I was like, okay this is amazing. I'm having a tire conversation with somebody that knows nothing about tires and they actually get what I'm saying. (laughs) Nice. Because my concept was to take an industry that's very confusing and make it really easy for people. So when I showed it to him, he's like, I want to be a part of this. And I said to him, I'm like, before you make up your mind, let me just tell you the next step. And he goes, no, 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 no. I want to be a part of this. (laughs) And I was just like, now I know the perfect direction to go in where I can create my own identity, leave my family's company and start something that's going to revolutionize the industry. And when you have an idea where somebody who doesn't even come from your background identifies what you're talking about, Mm -hmm. that's the moment you have
0: something. Oh, yeah. That light bulb moment. And you think about tires. Now, for car guys, a lot of car people know a bit about tires. They know what they want. They at least have an idea what they want. But mm. for the majority of the population, they are rather clueless when it comes to tires. It's one of those necessary evils, like going to the dentist. is like, ah, <laughs> I need tires. What a pain. And, you know, they always price shop when sometimes that isn't the smartest thing to do based on the kind of vehicle they drive. So uh yep. Yeah, that's a pretty cool moment when uh, your concept, you can see it in the eyes of other people when you're sharing it. So kudos to you for that. Well, how about a Proudest career moment? Uh, Is there one that stands out for you?
1: Yeah, so there's two of them. Uh, One of them is more of a family moment, which kind of ties in. So I'll go into that one first. Mm -hmm. So when I told my dad that I was leaving and that what I was doing, I was expecting like, oh my God, you're crazy. You have something (laughs) here. But, and at first I got a little bit of that, I'm not going to lie, mm-hmm. but when he started to really see my motivation, how hard I'm working and what I'm doing, I got the words, I've never been prouder of you. Uh. And that was such an amazing feeling. I said to myself, that's the feeling I've wanted. Yeah. Not that he never gave it to me before because he has, but to see that he sees me doing what he did because my grandfather owned a lighting fixture manufacturer. Mm -hmm. And my dad left his business to start a tire business. Uh. So when I now am doing the same thing that my dad did to his dad, it is an awesome feeling. So that's definitely one of the moments. I would say the second moment was when I finally started to be accepted in the industry, no matter my age. Like there was a moment in my mid-20s when age no longer became a factor and the experience overshadowed it. And that's what I always hoped for. So those were the two biggest moments.
0: Wow, those are nice. Well, you know, being a parent, I've got two spectacular children who are now grown up and off working as professionals. And there's nothing more exciting when your child gets to that point where you go there on their own. You know, not that they don't need you anymore, but they don't need you from a financial standpoint. They they can take care of themselves. They're on their own path, on their own track, doing their own thing. There's a little bit of angst as a parent. It's like, oh, you don't need me anymore. <laughs> but that's what you're supposed to do as a parent is raise a child to be independent and be able to care for themselves. So, uh, and I will tell you, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I will tell you this, which is kind of funny. My dad is horrible with names, okay? I remember there were guys who used to work for us and used to always butcher the guy's name. The fact that my dad actually knew the name Tire Agent was like so impressive to me. I was like, he actually remembered it. This is great.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, great story. I love that. Definitely your parents have something to be proud about. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and go back in time and talk about your first really special car. Is there a car that you you got? Now, you live in New York, so maybe you don't need a car where you go, which would be a very interesting paradigm shift here of a guy who's selling tires when he doesn't even need them themselves. Yeah. Is, is is, Is there a car in your past that really stood out for you that was really special?
1: Yes, 100%. So I would say the car that means the most to me is my old, I know it's not fancy, but my old Audi A4 Quattro. Oh, yeah. It was about 2000, and I want to say eight, I believe. And the reason why that car meant a lot to me is, I know know it's no Bentley or anything like that, but what it was is it was the first car I had when I started making decent money. And back then I was working on, on commission. So, you know, I took my savings, went out, got myself a car, and I was just like, now I know, like, at least I'm on to something in an industry that I'm comfortable with, the fact that I can actually afford a car that's not used. (laughs) Yeah. Because my first car, yeah, my first car was a used 1999
0: Saab 9.5 turbo. Oh, the old Saab story. (laughs)
1: Yep, yep, yep. And when I got that, when I got that Audi A4 for the first time, like a legit, like, luxury quote unquote car. I said to myself, this is awesome. So I took that car and I actually went on a road trip with a girlfriend at the time so that's probably the car I would say is special to me, because that's when I started to really make some money at a young age.
0: Oh, I love those Audi A4s. Those are awesome cars. I've never owned an Audi. My parents owned one way, way, way back in the 60s when I was a kid. Actually, 70s, early 70s, 100 LS. It was the worst car ever. It was just <laughs> it was just horrible. It broke down all the time. But Audis comes, of course, a long way since then. So the A4s are cool. They look cool. They drive great. So uh, very, very nice. Well, how about Seller's Remorse? Are you old enough? to have had a car you sold that you wish you had back?
1: Um, Can I give you a buyer's remorse story? Uh, Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. So I didn't always live in the city. I used to live on Long Island. Uh uh, So I did a lot of driving back then. So this was after my Audi. I bought myself, or at least myself at that time, an Infiniti G37 hardtop convertible. Mm -hmm. Okay, And I was doing the reverse commute from New York City to Long Island. And that car is fantastic on the open road. But let me tell you, when you hit a bump on the highway in New York, you go flying. <laughs> I probably hit my head on the ceiling in the winter a dozen times. Oh, my gosh. And yeah, and I'll never forget. I thought to myself, oh, it's so great to have a convertible. I'm definitely cool now. You know, I'm in my uh, like upper 20s, of course. So I'm trying to like, you know, impress some people with the car. So I'm loving it. And I remember in the wintertime, because that car I believe was rear wheel drive, I remember I did not think it was going to snow cuz i never trust like the weather reports <laughs> and i'm going you know i'm cruising down the highway and next thing you know my windshield wiper comes flying off the windshield in the middle of like a blizzard my car is like fishtailing and i just thought to myself i cannot believe i didn't put my winter tires on sooner
0: oops <laughs> and you you the tire by. guy yeah. had the wrong tires on oh my gosh <laughs> here's you a know what it here's was? a scoop
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what it was i'm a very very regimented when it comes to my tires. Yeah. Very regimented. And at that time, I was told that the weather report was not going to be a blizzard. I had just made plans to put my winter tires on. And even though I live in Long Island, I always put my winters on, always. And I didn't that time. I said, oh, you know what? I'm going to do it in a couple of days. And I didn't do it at the right time frame when I wanted to. And next thing you know, my car was just fishtailing everywhere. I was hitting bumps in the road. And I said to myself, I will never get this car while I'm going to work and back again. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know I was going to create my own company years later, but that was probably my biggest buyer remorse.
0: <laughs> we all have those in our lives, but I think it's pretty funny that yours related to poor tire choice. So uh, that's uh, a, <laughs> I know that's a pretty funny one. Yeah. Put your winter tires on immediately as soon as you can. Well, let's talk about today and tomorrow. I'd love for you to explain a little bit more about tire agent to our listeners out there so they thoroughly understand how this site works, how it can benefit them. When is everything coming online so it's all useful? So Uh, take it away.
1: So I'm going to start off with a little bit of knowledge first. So I pretty much poured my heart and soul into this project because over the years, I have seen retailers give the wrong tires to customers over and over again. So I took my knowledge over the years and I've compiled that into a recommendation platform for the average car owner to use. And what we do is we ask consumers pretty much, how do you use your car? Where are you located? How many miles do you drive. And from a lot of those simple points, we actually gather a lot more points just from correlating everything together. Yeah, we recommend the best tire for you. And what our goal with this was, was to pretty much change the industry, but it all starts with educating the consumer. Because I think you would agree, when it goes into buying electronics, everybody does research, yep. and for like days. Yeah. <laughs> but when it comes to tires, they like trust the retailer to give them the, the advice. Mm-hmm. But coming from the wholesaler, I know how little the retailers know for the most part. Now, there are, are obviously a lot of retailers out there that know their stuff, but a really big percentage don't. And that's what's scary. And I'll give you a quick example. Aside from being a recommendation platform for the consumers, we're also a discovery platform. So most people always know the Bridgestones, the Michelins, the Goodyears, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't really know the brands that could be just as good and half the money. Like I have a brand on my car that nobody's ever heard of. Okay, It's made in Holland. It's a half winter tread, half summer tread. And it is, in my opinion, way better than most of the name brands out there. Now, it's not going to give you the same mileage, but it's going to give you way better quality and safety. And I think people forget that how long a tire lasts does not automatically equal quality. And that's what we're trying to show people that, yeah, you can get the long mileage and we can recommend that to you. And if you drive a lot of miles, that's probably a direction, one of the factors we're going to go in. But it's not a determining factor of what's the best tire. And that's what Tire Agent really is. It's kind of your educational resource to help inform the consumer to make an educated decision.
0: Perfect. I love it. That is so important, and you're right. There are lots and lots of options out there, but those of us car nerds, if you will, we do all that research, but many, many people don't. They could care less. They don't want to. They just want to know what's the best option for me, and price is always a consideration for people, and I get that. Of course, for you and me – Price doesn't matter a lot. If I'm going to put a tire on my Porsche or my BMW, I know I want the best. I want a sport activity tire. Something that's going to be really cool and look good, too. But for most uh, of the folks out there, that's not a concern at all. It's not part of their lives. So I think this is so cool what you're doing. And when will this all be up and operating for people to actually use?
1: So we just launched our very raw beta, but the robust version is going to be coming out in about a week and a half. So I want to say, yep, I want to say about mid-August. And then we're going to see phase two in the later stages of the fall, beginning of winter, which is we have some really cool features coming out that is going to flip this industry upside down in a good way. And so that's really what we're doing. I mean, we're trying to go one step further. You know, everybody goes to a site and they see search by size, search by vehicle. Right. You got to throw that out the window until the very end. It's got to be about the consumer first before you even get to the basics.
0: I think this is brilliant. I, I see nothing but success for you in the future, and I can't wait to uh, go on the site and play around a little bit. Especially as somebody who thinks that I know something about tires—nothing to the level you know—but I do yeah. understand them because of the the driving I do, the sport driving, the track driving with clubs and things like. This is really, really cool. So I'm very, very excited for you. And as those things come to fruition, let me know so I can do some social media promoting for you and let my followers know, hey, go check this out. So I appreciate. It. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. We're here to support you. So here's a very introspective question for you, Jared. If you were a car, what kind of car would Jared be? And of course, why?
1: So I would definitely be the Tesla Model 3. Ooh! And because it's revolutionizing the industry. And it's also in high demand by society right now. And I feel like that's where Tire Agent's gonna be.
0: Yeah. Ah, great, great way to answer that. I love your positive attitude. Really, really nice. So, Jared, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer. An ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah! podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah! website at carsyeah.com. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. Everyone who knows me knows I'm really picky when it comes to my cars and keeping them looking new. I'm a huge fan of Covercraft floor mats. I've protected my vehicle with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft floor mats. They will protect your vehicle's factory carpets from daily abuse, weather, pets, children, weekend adventures, and those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and stylish way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft floor mats come in a wide variety of styles, materials, and configurations, all designed for maximum protection. In addition to Premier plush and Berber custom floor mats, you'll also find cargo liners, canine cargo area liners, dash covers, and sunscreens. Enhance your vehicle's looks while protecting the factory finishes with easy-to-install and easy-to-clean floor mats. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at covercraft.com and tell them market cars yeah sent you. That's covercraft.com. Okay, Jared, we're now entering what I call the last lap, and I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received?
1: Uh actually it was tire advice. Um, A guy from a a manufacturer when I was really young, he goes, everyone makes the same mistake. When you get two new tires on, you just replace the bad ones. And I was like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. And he goes, no, 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 that's not what you do. When you get two new tires, you always put them on the back. And no matter how good your back tires are, you put those on the front and that prevents fishtailing. And I was like, okay, now that makes total sense. So that's probably the best advice I can give somebody with tires.
0: Now, I'll go a step further. I always tell people, if you've got to replace any tire, replace them all. <laughs> yep, <laughs> That's just yep. the way I think, but I'm a little out there. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your successes over the years?
1: My obsession to never settle. Um yeah. I always want to go above and beyond. It's never about just doing the bare minimum. It's about how much you could do over it.
0: Now, how about resources? Other than TireAgent.com, of course, is there a great resource out there that you think our listeners would enjoy that you've liked?
1: Yeah. So I have typically liked, in terms of cars, I've actually liked True Car a lot. I I thought they have a really good model in terms of user experience. Mm -hmm. Um, I've learned a lot from it. I think another one that's pretty good is, I don't know how much people really follow it, but manufacturer websites Mm -hmm. are really informative. If you get the more name brand ones, they're great. Um, You can learn a lot about tires. Now, when you get to like the mid-brand And the low end, you don't really see that much information, but the high end ones have spent a lot of money on research. So like if you go to Bridgestone Tire, Michelin, the information's there. It's a little convoluted, but the beauty part is, is that it is there. And if you take the time to read it, you'll start to learn more and more about the features that tires actually offer besides just being black and round.
0: (laughs) Black and round. I like that. Now, if you could have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that person be?
1: Oh, God. Um... I would have to say Henry Ford, right? So because he revolutionized the automotive industry, but yet he actually revolutionized the world at the same time. And people are still talking about him today. Yeah. So that would definitely be the person because I could see myself being that person hopefully one day.
0: Well, you know, it's pretty impressive with Henry Ford. When you think back to what was going on then, he didn't even have electricity to power his factory. He had to figure out how to create electricity plant, working with, of course, Edison and other people so that he yeah. could power his plant. I mean, think about that. The levels of things that he had to do, yeah, he would be a fascinating guy to sit down and talk to. Now, about a book. Is there a book you've read that you think our listeners would enjoy as well? Being
1: at ERA, I actually read one of the books here. Uh, it's called Traction by Gabriel Weinberg. Mm-hmm. And it actually talks about marketing, uh, long-tail SEO, unconventional PR, and Email marketing tips. For me, it's been very helpful. I know it's not a car book, but if you're out there and you're thinking about starting a business, even though the book is a little outdated by a couple of years, it gives some great insight on what you can do with your business.
0: Absolutely. Now, I love business books uh, being recommended here, and I'll let our listeners know you can find links to all these great resources on the Karzia yeah website on Jared's page on the Karzia yeah website. Go to Karzia.com, just type Jared Kugel, K-U-G-E-L is how you spell Jared's last name, and that page will pop up with links to this book. I'm going to get my hands on that. I've not read that book. I've read a lot of business books, but I'll remind our listeners there's a great place on the Karzia yeah website called Guest Recommended Books where this book and over a thousand books are listed, and I've made it really easy for you to just click and buy. So check that out on the resources tab on the Carsia yeah website. All right, Jared, we are up to the checkered flag. This is where it gets real fun. Today, I'm buying you any cool car in the world. Collector car, don't think about a daily driver. Think about something fun and cool that you can put some really cool tires on. Money's no object here at Carsia. Yeah, I'm going to get out the big checkbook. What would that car be and more importantly,
1: why? Oh, God. Okay, so you're going to laugh at me. Um, it's not a collector car. But do you remember back in the day, the Volkswagen Phaeton? Yeah. That was actually my favorite car, probably of all time. It was so ahead of its time. I would love to take that car with the features it had back then and put some nice tires and wheels on that. It even had, if I remember cor- correctly, the glass holders for champagne in the back. And I thought that car is actually set the stone. I thought it set the milestone for where luxury cars should be today. So that's probably
0: one. Yeah, that was a very interesting effort on Volkswagen's part. And, of course, failed miserably, as I remember. (laughs) And and I think, you know, the idea of a a big luxury like S-Class Benz-style car or 7 Series BMW with a VW emblem on the front, I think people just could not get past that
1: and no they didn't want to pay the money for it either if you remember originally it was overpriced but yet I remember hearing and I could be wrong but I remember hearing that they lost money miserably on that car but that
0: car was crafted so beautifully yeah I don't doubt it and there's a great lesson about market positioning and where the consumer sees you because yeah I mean I remember people saying well you can put lipstick on a pig but it's still a pig and (laughs) you know and Volkswagen is a great mark I've owned Volkswagens I think they've done a great job over the years but the brain doesn't go there and it's even like what happened to Cadillac back in the 70s when they tried to build that little cheap version of Cadillac. The consumers just went, what? Why are you doing that? You're you're a high end <laughs> brand, and it just it didn't work. So uh, yeah, but you definitely are the first guy to pick a VW Phaeton. <laughs> I don't think I'll have any problem finding one of those for you and, uh, and delivering it to you. I'll let you put some cool wheels and tires on it. So uh, yeah, Jared, you're you're one unique guy. That's for sure. Well, you've taken us on an awesome ride today. I knew you would, and I really enjoyed getting to know more about you, entire agent. I'm so excited for this new business for you. I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey with the cars Y'all listeners could you offer us one parting pieces of wisdom or guidance before you drive off in the sunset in that VW phaeton
1: yep and you know of course I'm going to give tire advice of course so I hope so I would say <laughs> I would say the parting thought I have is just because a tire the same size as the one that fits on your vehicle do not think that's the right tire for you if you take just an example, a VW Tiguan, and you take a Ford Mustang, there are cases in which they have the exact same tire size. It does not mean it can go on both cars. Yeah, You should take a tire that fits for what you need it for and for your vehicle.
0: Absolutely. Great advice. And very soon here, listeners, you'll be able to go to tireagent.com and find that exacting advice for your vehicle. The way you use your vehicle and what is best to put on that car to make things safe for you and your family. Very, very nice. What's the best way for our listeners to follow along with you and learn more about you and TireAgent.com?
1: Sure. So you guys can follow us uh, on Instagram where it's at Tire Agent. You can also come to our website and you can put in your email address if you want to follow what's going on. And as we actually evolve, we're going to be informing everybody about mail-in rebates, tire recalls, and other very important information.
0: Very cool. Well, I would encourage listeners to go to tireagent.com, sign up. I've done it so that you can get these uh, recommendations and notices as the site becomes more and more live and usable. I think you're going to find this an awesome resource for Every automotive needs you out there, especially when it comes to tires. Uh, such an important thing. People take tires for granted, and they are the only thing between you and the road. So take care of your tires and put the right ones on your vehicles. Well, again, you can find links to everything Jared has shared on his show notes page on the Cars Show website. Just type Jared into that search bar or type Jared Kugel, K-U-G-E-L, into the search bar, and that page will pop right up. Hey, Jared, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the Cars you listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun.